It's 3.37 on Wisconsin's Afternoon Noon News. I can talk. Adam Roberts, uh, Greg Matzik here, and we are joined in studio by Melody Legal. Very interesting story, and I'm going to get into it in just a second. But first, Melody, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. You bet. So the story is, and I saw this write-up by J.R. Radcliffe, writes for the journal Sentinel, um, you are a marathon swimmer, correct? Correct, yes. And not only are you a marathon swimmer, but you have a different angle when it comes to that. There's another part to this. I wouldn't just have a marathon swimmer in. There's this <laughs> interesting story about art you make with your swims. Let's explain that a little bit. All right. Um, a, a few years ago, I started out swimming in the lakes in Delafield and Lake Country area. And um, I thought I would just try writing my nickname, Mel, just with my Garmin watch and just mm-hmm. seeing how it turns out. And within a couple tries, it turned out pretty well. And one of the people who live on the lake that I often swim at is David Barnett, and he owns the art gallery here downtown. Sure. And I shared it with him, and I said, look at my artwork. And he thought that was the coolest thing ever. And he said, the the water is your canvas. So let's explain a bit about how a swimming route can turn into art, because you've sent me you sent me some examples. And I see your name written out, Beaver. You swam in a couple of lakes out in Lake Country and turned it into a butterfly wing, especially. So how does swimming a route turn into something that can be displayed in a gallery? Um, well, it started out with um, just with the words, and then I like to do it in the dark. So I start out really early in the morning because I can see lights on houses, and that's easier to do than when it's daylight and to see all the other stuff going on. And so I just focus on homes when I'm doing this. And then I just tried other words. And then it just kind of breaks up the swimming for two or three hours of doing something differently. This is amazing. So for, for people that may not know, there are apps and you've got a Garmin watch and it's synced to an app where you could see your run route or your swim route. So what did I do today? Well, it looks like I swam this far or it looks like I ran this far and you can see your route around a city. And you've turned it into making words. But how do you get from point A to point B? Okay, it's one thing to see the red house on the corner with the deck, but it's another thing to spell your name in cursive <laughs> in the water. Because you have to go down and then you have to go back if you're going to make an, uh, the letter M, for example. Right. And I kind of think of myself as a pen when I'm, when I'm doing this. And at first... I just kind of did it freely, and then I learned I had to count my strokes to figure out when to make the turns and when to stop and when to restart over again. And um, it it takes many, many tries to make it acceptable for me. I was going to say, because you said you do this in the dark, so any reference point that you might use or be using as an example of, okay, I've swam up this far, now I need to know I need to start going back. Like, that just seems so difficult without any kind of sight line. Right. There is nothing. So I just, there's this one house that has like a row of lights, and then that's kind of where I can see if I'm going straight or not. But if it's a windy day and I look at my phone afterwards, the letters are all squished together. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, at least in the dark, you're not going to have a boat disrupting your plan. No, right? <laughs> it is so peaceful and quiet in those mornings, and it's it's the best thing ever. Yeah, and you... it just breaks up the swim, because then after that, after maybe an hour and a half of doing this and playing with different words, then I'll swim for about a couple hours around the lake. Oh, so you just keep on going then? Yeah, then you, I th- you might as well, right. sure, at that point. I, I can go about 20 minutes before I need oxygen. <laughs> I, have you ever screwed up a word that you thought turned out great? Oh, yeah, many, many times. And it takes probably maybe 15 tries before I'm really happy with something. And then I will, um, and I don't know what it looks like until I'm actually done and out of the water. So I think it's great. And then I look at it and I'm like, oh, gosh, I really messed up here and there. And then the next morning, I'll actually look at it and kind of study it and say, okay, I need to cut it here. I need to do something differently over here. 
Melody Legal Marathon Swimmer joining us uh, in Wisconsin's Afternoon News. Now, if the name sounds familiar, if you're listening, it's because our partners at TMJ4 did a story last year. You were one of 10 people to swim across the St. Lucia Channel, and you did it under very extenuating circumstances, right? Uh, Yes, I had to get out for a storm, and... Uh, that was about an hour wait, and then I had I was able to jump back in and get across. I mean, the headline captured me, lightning storm. Swimmer <laughs> has to navigate amid lightning storm. I think lightning and swimming, are, they do not mix. They do not. And so safety is the number one priority. And if they tell you, you got to get out, you got to get out. And you just kind of sit there because you've got all this stuff on you. We use desitin to kind of protect us from the sun. And then you just sit there, and you don't want to touch anything because you're all gooey and gross. <laughs> And then he tell, Then they brought me back to the point where I got out from the GPS, and then I hopped back in, and then I was able to finish it. Uh, you are somewhat fortunate with your name because it does not have the letter I in it, at least your first name, uh, or a letter T, because I think that would be rather challenging if you're in the water to try and duplicate. Yes, there are certain letters that are, are very hard to do. do. Yeah. <laughs> maybe so the I is off limits. Maybe have someone following in a boat like Jim Dreyer and then just do a cannonball <laughs> to there die you go. <laughs> Melanie, this is incredible. Uh, you, you. You've turned a passion into art, and you've sent us some examples. And I know Adam's got a little story going up on the website. It, it is amazing to me. I, this is like me trying to write, the, uh, or maybe my eight-year-old daughter. But nonetheless, she has nice penmanship. But it's like her writing the name out in front of her. Like, that's how crisp and clean and clear it looks. Yeah, thank you. It's, it's, it takes a long time before I'm happy with it. And once I'm done with it, I'm completely done, and I move on to a new one. I do have to ask. Do you take requests? Because this seems, I, I know it's a passion hobby. It's something you're doing for art. But my brain goes, hey, I could make a dollar off of this <laughs> if I wanted to. Do you take requests from um, I do. Um, the, the ones that I've chosen are often like family members, and then I give it to them as gifts. Um, and then this summer I've done, I did a few for the people who I know from the lake. So I did one for Jose who fishes, and I see him in the mornings, but I have not been able to find him. But it took me a long time to do his. Um, and then there's another uh, triathlete, Vince, and I wrote his name out. Um, so I just give it to them as gifts. That wouldn't be Vince Vitrano, would it? No, it would not. Okay. okay. Fair enough. We've well, got an eye in his last name, too, and in the front, too. Melanie Legal is a swimmer. She is an artist. She is a swim artist. Who knew? Put it on the business card. That, uh, that's your official title now. Well, thank you. Thank I you like so it. much for coming in. Such a cool story. Oh, thank you for having me. And check out our coverage online at WTMJ.com.